It has been two weeks since the 2022-23 NBA regular season began. The three players that joined new teams in blockbuster trades during the offseason, Donovan Mitchell, Dejounte Murray, and Rudy Gobert, found their roles quickly in the Cleveland Cavaliers, Atlanta Hawks, and Minnesota Timberwolves, respectively. The question is, have they made their new teams better? Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey, hey. Hey, so let's start with Donovan Mitchell, who got 41 points yesterday against the Celtics,、mm. and they won. So, like I mentioned, the first question is: Did he give the Cavaliers what they needed from him? So far, yeah, explosive scoring ability. Yeah. So far, I mean, that's what they brought him in for was to be a scorer,、mm-hmm. and he did well. He actually, he's, yeah, he's. I mean, he's he scored. He's played very well this season so far. Yeah, he leads the team in scoring, and there's if there's one thing you do need to worry about him is his scoring ability. Yes, but there are a lot of other things I actually <laughs> worry about、things. him. Yeah, <laughs> for starters, Darius. Garland hasn't played since he、uh, got injured in the 13 minutes in the first season opener for the Cavaliers.、Yeah. So far, Mitchell can has the ball 80% to him,、mm-hmm. and then share it with Caris Levert, which is all cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when Garland comes back, who should cut their possessions? His, sorry. Ooh, um, you know, I think it's gonna have to. Be, oh man, that's tough. I I would say it makes sense to cut Donovan Mitchell's possession,、mm-hmm. but that's the guy you just brought in and paid a lot of money exactly. to exactly for the、uh, for this exact purpose、mm-hmm. and to have the ball a、like、lot、it. and to score the ball a lot,、yeah. right? So I think it, it's just gonna fall on Karis Levert a little bit, the guy who just scored forty one points. Yeah, unfortunately, because I mean, if we're just gonna look at okay, who was brought in, who's getting paid the most money, obviously. He's gonna have you know more possessions、mm. than someone else. It's gonna have to come from、Levert、Mitchell because, well, because Levert, excuse、oh. me, excuse, yeah, from Levert because、um, Garland's also a very ball dominant player too.、Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I think you talked about this、um, well before we started recording about his ability to distribute a bit better to players like Evan Mobley. Yeah, he's actually the one who was. Quotation marks hurt by the arrival of Mitchell because, you know, last season everyone was looking at Mobley talking like this guy was like this kid was like K KG.、Mm-hmm. He could he was big he was fast quick and he could score maybe not in dominant way but this season he shot a lot less and he didn't really have a stable feeder which used to be Garland. And now, Caris Levert, he could do part of the job, but not Mitchell. He was not wired that way. Yeah. So when Garland comes back, is it going to be in the favor of Mobley? I think so.、Mm. But the problem is, <laughs> you go from just having one player who's super ball dominant in、yeah. Mitchell to now having two. So I, I don't know. It could benefit him, but. There's also the chance that it doesn't help him at all because now you have two yeah, ball handlers. Maybe he will shoot even less. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's a chance that it doesn't help him at all because then you have to, both of these guys need to get touches.、Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to get into a rhythm. You look at the way Mitchell is playing; like he's putting up over 30 points all every game except for the one we had 14. Yeah, and then the next game he came back with a big 41 point game.、Mm-hmm. Right. So 
Yeah, he needs touches. He needs to get into a rhythm. And in order to do that, he needs to have the ball a lot. Garland's the same way. He's also a scorer um, who passes on the side, right? So (laughs) so the two of those guys together, I don't know. He might be the odd man out. You know, when Shaq, when he was with the Lakers, he used to say, if you want a big dog to guard your yard, you need to throw him some big bones. Yeah. That was Shaq, who was already an MVP. Um, Mobley is still 100 miles from there. Is he going to be unhappy enough to talk to the media like, okay, I don't feel they're trying to help me release all of my potential. I need to you know, I need to do this, need to do that. Do you think that will happen and maybe hurt the team's chemistry and relationships? Well, you have to keep people interested. True. Right? If you leave someone neglected. But he's a second-year rookie. That's true. That's yeah. true. But he, I mean, he had a very good rookie season, though, mm-hmm. right? So um, you don't want him to have such a good rookie season. Then the next season, there's a slump. Yeah. Not because of any fault of his own, but more so because he's not getting um, the passes that he got last year. Mm-hmm. Right? So you don't want to have him um, go throughout the season not getting any shots off, not scoring the way he did last year at all. And then when the playoffs arrive, you say, hey, now we need you. It was like, well. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not, not a microwave. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I can't just turn it on. Then the playoffs are here. You know, I was trying to get into a rhythm or develop my game a bit more during the season, but I didn't have the opportunity to because I wasn't getting the ball as much as I used to. So you do need to keep him interested, um, keep him in the game, make sure he's still uh, a part of the team in every way, right? Because you're going to need him down the stretch in the the Eastern Conference. And that's what they say. If you want to keep a big man happy, you need to at least give him some time to, you know, dunk and feel cheered before he can really focus on the defensive end. And Mobley plays such an important role on the Cavaliers' defensive system. I think Jerry Allen has already learned how to get along with these really dominant small guys, but Mm -hmm. Mobley has not played long enough to do that. So to the other question, I know it's still too early because Garland has not come back yet. Do you think Mitchell will make the Cavaliers better than the last season? For sure. He's definitely going to make them better. Um, Having an extra score on the court, they're going to need it down the stretch. They're going to need it in the playoffs. When they go against teams like Miami, teams like the 76ers, teams like the Bucks, Mm -hmm. they're going to need another score out there. They're also going to need someone who can score um, with the second team. So you're going to have Garland or you're going to have Levert out there. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they throw Mitchell out there with the second team. You know, who knows? But having another score on the court at all times is what they're, they're really going to need. And if Mobley can continue like he did last season, you also have that. Okay, now for the other guard who joined a new team, DeJounte Murray, to mm-hmm. the Atlanta Hawks, what change do you think he brought to the new team? Well, similar to um, Mitchell, mm-hmm. they added another scorer. So this time he's pairing up with um, Trey Young. Trey Young. Ice Trey. Yeah, who just scored 42 points in today's game and lost. Yes. That what, you know, the thing about Trey Young, though, is that he has an infinite green light. Mm-hmm. Right? So. As far as Murray getting the same amount of, um, you know, ball time as he did when he was with the Spurs, it's going to be a little bit different because with Trey Young holding the ball. True. But, yeah, he has another scorer to the court. You can't go wrong with that. Mm. I'm actually pretty surprised at how things worked okay, maybe mm-hmm. I can say, between the two because Murray was still averaging something around 20 points and a lot of assists. Actually, this Hawks now become a... Uh, 
Do you have a word for like two engine team? Like dual engines, dual engines, dual engines. Because yeah. last season, one of the reasons they lost the heat was that when the heat froze Trey Young, there's no other hawk could stand out. The whole team became a bunch of birds instead of hawks. <laughs> yeah, and now they have Maury, who can run the offense. That's what he did in the Spurs. He actually yeah. almost averaged a triple double in the Spurs. He was bigger. He could protect Trey Young. So. No one will have to worry that okay, we have two vulnerabilities on the backcourt. Who are we protecting? So now Maury can do that, and he is a different kind of orchestrating style and attacking style from Trey Young. He is much more、uh, aggressive because he's bigger, he's、mm-hmm. more athletic. He can charge the rim more often than Trey Young. So this should look like a better option. So I want to say he's made them better, but very、uh, in a very limited way. Because I remember、uh, Mari used to be selected into the All Defensive Second Team twice. Back then, they were like, "Okay, this kid can defend," and then he began to score. They, okay, he's like a mini Russell Westbrook. Over all of those, he's a guard.、Yeah. Maybe he could swing up to the wing position, but still, there's a very limited thing he can contribute on the defensive end if you're not a big man. And the Hawks don't really have a good big man. Yeah. Yeah. They still have John Collins though. Yeah, who was actually one. I I, th- I believe one of the reasons they lost the box today. The guy、yeah. almost disappeared on the court. Yeah, he's another guy who can score. He's he's one of those guys that you know he'll have a huge game like thirty points,、mm-hmm. and then the next couple games you know, he puts up like ten or twelve. Yeah, or which, right which doesn't sound right in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you know that's the thing.、Uh, the consistency. Um, but I think having three guys on the court, obviously, it's it's going to be beneficial.、Mm. So bringing him back this season was beneficial for Trey Young to have another guy on the court who's he's obviously familiar with, true,、um, and that can score. Get, can get, he's like a very streaky type of scorer, I guess、mm-hmm. you could kind of say. Yeah, when Bog,、uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich comes back, is he supposed to get a role in their clutch time squad? Could be, I think so. But if in that case they will have three guards on the court, yeah, I mean it's going to depend on who they're playing, but、um, they're going to need as many scorers as possible because, I mean, who's their big man now?、Uh, Clean Capella. Yeah, so they have Clint Capella out and there and Okungo, but who who is not a very reliable <sighs> offensive choice. I mean, you have Clint Capella. Yeah, there's a lot of pick and roll there with Trey Young, but. As far as him、um, creating his own shots, his own offense, you're not getting a lot of that out of Clint Capella. No, you know,、um, and the rim protection isn't super stellar either. True. So, <laughs> yeah, because the Hawks strike me very weird. Because first you have Capella, who is an epic finisher, but for the sake of offense, you can't leave him on the court too much because the guy does nothing but you know grabbing rebounds and dunking. Yeah, they have to remove him when you know you need to. They do that a lot. You, you when you are on the chase.、Mm-hmm. So John Collins will have to play center, who is a terrible <laughs> defender. Despite all the blocks he gave, he is like when he was there. There's no protection to paint. Yeah, and he's also six nine. Yeah. So it's kind of like having Bam.、Mm-hmm. Um, 
at center. And Bam is a much better center. Yeah, he's a better center. Although he's not, yeah. But just, I mean, just like size-wise, mm-hmm. you know. So this is really twisting because the Hawks brought in Murray for, to improve their defense. But actually, in order for their team to work, they have to give up defense and get a really small ball, like undersized squad on the court. Definitely. So do you... I already said that um, I think Maury made the team a little bit better. Do you think Maury made the Hawks a little bit better? He made the team better. Mm-hmm. Did he make the team a uh, playoff team, in your opinion? Mm, well, I mean, they reached the playoffs last season. Yeah. They will do that again, I believe. But judging by how they play now, they will really need some luck to reach the second round. Because, say, you're if you're playing the Bucks like today they did... You know, Yanis was not in his best form in the first three quarters, and then yeah. in the last quarter he got serious. Okay, I'm going to destroy you. Right in the paint, and then he did. Imagine what will happen if you meet Joel. Well, so, that's the thing. I think Murray Murray was supposed to be the one who kind of gets them over the hump. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. As far as, like, the playoffs. Because remember the past few seasons, um, they made it to the playoffs. Was it, last, reached, was it last season? The, the season before last, they reached the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, and Trey Young um, had the ankle injury. They were actually playing very well. Yeah. Trey Young injured his ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Murray's supposed to help them get over that hump. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm. And now let's move our eyes to the Western Conference. Rudy Gobert, who dep- parted ways with Mitchell to join the Timberwolves. Yeah. He got a double-double of... Both over twenty against the Lakers yesterday, and when he before he went there, the Timberwolves to me were like a team that was energetic and aggressive, so fun to watch. It's like okay, I allow you ten offensive mm-hmm. rebounds. We got fifteen. Okay, you got fifteen. We got twenty. So this is more like two people shot, shooting each other with shotguns <laughs> to see who falls down first. The arrival of Gobert, I think, gave them at least one solid foot on the ground. It's like, hey, guys, here I am. I'm going to help you protect 80% of the rebounds and deny 50% of the shots. So i make you a defensive better team. But did he? I don't think so. Not, not like, what so do you much. think of their role, not, his not, role? Not so much So like at this point. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. There's been, been so few games. True. Man. I mean, it's, it's really hard to tell at this point because – when you've only played, what are they, five, maybe six games into the season? Mm. Something like that? Yeah. Um, you have guys who have been injured, who are out, that, that messes with the team chemistry as far as people learning their role, how to play with each other. He has to learn how to play with Carl Anthony Towns. That so far worked okay? Yeah. You know. They have to learn how to occupy similar spaces, figure out their role. Um, this team lost... So I mean, many defenders. Yeah, they lost guys like Patrick Ver- Beverly from last season. And Vanderbilt. Right? Yeah, and Vanderbilt. So, you know, they have to learn how to play with each other again. Losing guys like that, it doesn't sound like a big loss. Mm-hmm. But when you had guys like Beverly who were going to guard, you know, one of the best offensive players on whichever team they were playing, okay, he's not there anymore. So no. who takes that role? Right? No one. <laughs> like, Literally Who's no going to take over that role, mm-hmm. right? So I think the first few games, it's just really hard to tell, especially with a player like Rudy Gobert. I say Rudy Gobert. It's fine. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. It's really hard to tell, especially with players like Rudy Gobert, because he doesn't give you a ton on offense. No. Right? So 
for us to gauge how effective he is, it's not going to come from the offensive end. Mm. It's purely going to be from the defensive end, right? So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. The jury's kind of out. Yeah. Like, as far as Mitchell goes, I feel like he's definitely been beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Murray, I think so also. Probably not as much as Mitchell. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Gobert, I'm, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell because... First, it's hard to tell how good or how bad the Timberwolves are. And when Gobert went there, I think he's facing a similar problem. Because when he was in the Jazz, he is a three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He could, You could trust him in protecting the paint and the rim. The thing is, with the Jazz was, the Jazz were so bad with perimeter defense. So everyone could go there and challenge Gobert. Mm-hmm. Gobert, I'm not, he's not Superman. He can't just deny everyone. And then when he went to the Timberwolves, they, they traded for him away all of their good perimeter <laughs> defenders. He was in the same story. He was like, okay, am I really in the Timberwolves or am I still in the Jazz? That was the trade heard around the league. Mm-hmm. And not to mention that because when the trade happened, a lot of were saying, like, okay, now the Timberwolves don't have to worry about Towns protecting the rim, doing such a poor job of it. He is the same terrible playing power forward on defense. He's a terrible defender. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, I don't really I don't really know if the Timberwolves won or Gobert won or if the Jazz won in this trade. It's really not easy to conclude. I mean, so far this season, he's had a lot of double doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, he just came off a 22 point, 21 rebound double exactly. against the Lakers. Yeah. But the Lakers have no one. But that's what I was going to say. That was the Lakers. Yeah. You know, I, you can take that with a grain of salt, as they like to say. So before that, his previous double-double was 15-15 and 15 mm-hmm. against OKC. Not, uh, not very then, convincing yeah. opponents. And then he had 23-16 and 16, two games before that, also against OKC. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah. So, I mean, he has produced some on offense, but if you look at the teams that they played, you have – you know, bottom feeders like uh, the, the Lakers. feels so weird to call the Lakers a bottom feeder, well, but, but they are. Uh, no one will blame you. Yeah, the Lakers and OKC, right? So he's performed well against them. We'll see how he does against better competition. Mm. I guess time will tell as the season goes into the first two or three months when things will be much clearer. Yeah, yeah. When teams are playing better, um, they or face worse. some better teams. At this point, they played OKC twice. Yeah. They played um, the Spurs twice, and they played the Lakers and uh, one other team whose name I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily the creme de la creme in the NBA. True. You can't tell if you're making the right move by playing against a bunch of tankers. <laughs> That's yeah. true. The uh, the Victor Wembanyama uh, league. They should yeah. just have their own league. They should. They should. I think they are already. And I think so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya. Peace.